Good morning, everybody. Shavuot Tov. I hope everyone's having a great Sunday. It's a beautiful day out. There's some beautiful clouds, a nice cool breeze. Definitely recommend stepping outside and getting some fresh air. A question that a lot of people ask is, what is personal prayer? Most people understand the concept of what it is, praying to Hashem, you know, talking to Hashem, but how does it actually work and how should you do it? What's the process? What are the spiritual benefits? What does the Torah say about it? So I wanted to leave a video, which is basically personal prayer 101, everything there is to know about it on an elementary level, on a basic level. And we could do future videos that unpack it a little bit more. But this audio will be focused on just the basics. So right off the bat, personal prayer is basically speaking to Hashem in our own words, in our own language, whatever's on our hearts as a friend. We talk to Hashem on what's on our mind, what's on our hearts. We're trying to connect and we isolate a time and space to talk to Hashem and to connect to Hashem. This could be in a rooftop. This could be in our office with the door shut. This could be in a field somewhere in the forest. This could be on the beach. This could be under your covers in bed. It doesn't matter where. Personal prayer is the time and space set aside to speak to Hashem in our own words and in our own language on what's on our minds and hearts in that moment. Now, personal prayer can technically be said in our minds, meaning we don't have to necessarily move our lips. It is preferred to move our lips. But the holy rabbis and holy books say that the ideal ideal is to actually speak out loud literally where you can hear your own voice. And that's why the privacy is an important aspect where you can feel comfortable to speak out loud. And it might feel uncomfortable at the beginning if it's not something you're used to, but that's okay. Just attempting is enough to connect to Hashem. And Rabbi Nachman writes in his text on personal prayer, and he has a whole volume of books specifically on personal prayer. And if you want a more simple guide, you can buy in Forest Fields by Rav Shalom Arush. But what Rabbi Nachman basically says is he says, even if you just set aside the time and space to connect to Hashem and no words can come out of your mouth, that is enough for Hashem. That is precious in and of itself to Hashem. And there's already benefit just with that. So let's say you're just getting started on personal prayer or you're a veteran, and but you're just, you know, you're a little confused. By you just showing up, by you shutting the door and saying, Hashem, the next 30 minutes is dedicated to you. To, to, to connecting to you and doing personal prayer. Even if you don't say one word for those 30 minutes, the fact that you set aside that time and you are and you have the intention to connect to Hashem and you've dedicated that time to Hashem, that already is of great benefit. Rabbi Nachman then goes on to say that even if you repeat the same words over and over again for 30 minutes, thank you Hashem for everything, thank you Hashem for everything, thank you Hashem for everything, thank you, whatever it may be, that is also very precious to Hashem and can create a lot of spiritual power and create a lot of spiritual effects on your life, which is beautiful. So just knowing that is a very important piece to personal prayer because at the beginning it could be difficult, it could be confusing, it could be challenging, but knowing that you're just setting aside this time and showing up and that that's enough, that that's very encouraging. And you could even open up and be honest. You could say, listen, Hashem, I don't know what to do here. I, I, I just want to talk to you. I heard this may work. I heard personal prayer is powerful. I don't have anything specific to say. I just wanted to say hi. 
I just wanted to come and I just wanted to connect. And this is my attempt to do so for the next 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 or whatever time you set aside. And that is precious to Hashem and there's great benefits there. And Rabbi Nachman says, if you don't know what to talk about, a good place to start, to stir your heart, to get yourself into the flow, is thanking Hashem for your good points, the good things in your life. Right? You start by thanking Hashem for your eyesight, the fact that you can hear, your family. You know, you come up with the list of things you're grateful for. But Rabbi Nachman says that's a great place to start because it automatically stirs your heart. And after a couple of minutes, if you persist, right, if you keep at it to try to think and, and get in the flow, you will get in the flow. Hashem will guide you and Hashem will pull you into the flow where you find the right words, you find the right thoughts, you find the right feelings to then get into a flow and be able to connect to Hashem. So that is another beautiful uh, trick to get going, which is to just thank Hashem. And, uh, and another perk to thanking Hashem is it opens the gates, the heavenly gates, for mercy and abundance to come down. Why? Because there's nothing that's more precious to Hashem than gratitude. Because Hashem sees that His children are grateful. The way a father sees a child that's grateful, the father then wants to give the child more. And even when things are going wrong to, to us, right? If, if life is hard... But we're thanking Hashem for everything good. And even for the difficult, from the perspective of Hashem, He says, wow, this child believes so much in me, has so much love and faith in me, and is still coming to pray to me that despite all the things that I'm doing to make life difficult, or according to human nature, this person would think is difficult, He's still coming to me, beautiful, I'm going to bless this person. So again, just showing up, time and place, time and space, talking in your own words, setting aside the time, having the intention to speak to Hashem, having the intention to think, that is enough. That is enough to get us started. Now, once you get started, and once you start feeling more comfortable with this process, and, and again, at the beginning, it might feel uncomfortable. It's like anything new that you start, it could be a little difficult at the beginning. But once you get into the flow, your eyes are going to get opened, and you're going to see miracles. And this is going to become one of your greatest spiritual tools. Because what happens is, is when Hashem sees you trying, when Hashem sees you hoping to connect and yearning to connect, and He sees you taking those first few steps, Hashem then takes, takes out His hand and pulls you in. Hashem guides you in because Hashem wants you to come. He just sees your attempts. He just sees your, sees your desire. And Hashem will then pull you in. And it's not meant to be easy. Why? Because it's actually the greatest powerful tool that we can use spiritually. So why would it be easy? So that everyone and anyone could do it at any time? No, they want to make sure that this person is is worthy and is serious about it because it's very powerful. And they want to make sure that this person is truly uh, interested in connecting and interested in, 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 in coming close. So again, just the yearning, just showing up, just showing Hashem, I want to connect, I want to talk, I love you. That in itself will create enough of a vessel for Hashem to then pour forth whatever He's going to pour forth to bring you close. So that's the first piece that, that we have to all understand. The second piece, and we've mentioned this in a previous audio, talk to Hashem like He's your friend. A lot of times we learn that you talk to Hashem like easy father. The problem is a lot of times maybe we're intimidated by our father. We don't share everything with our father. Maybe we don't want our father to know certain things. Hashem, we tell everything. The more honest and open and truthful we are with Hashem when talking to Hashem, the more we can connect and the more spiritual benefit we will have. So talk to Hashem the way you would talk to your best friend who pretty much knows everything about you. Share, talk, think, and there's many different avenues you can take. So like we said, it's good to start with thanks because it opens the heavenly gates of mercy. It also gets you in a good flow. 
after thinking, if you'd like, you can talk a little bit about Teshubah. Maybe there's something bothering you that you did or the way you're acting or something you want to get over or something you want to fix or something you want to improve on. So you connect to Hashem on that. You say, Hashem, I know I'm not perfect. I know that you created me this way. So I know that you're the one that can help me overcome it. So please help me overcome this quality. Help me overcome this character trait. Help me overcome this Hashem. I regret it. I'm not happy about it. I have to rely on my emunah to not regret it, meaning it's all meant to be and it's part of my journey. But you know what I mean, Hashem. I regret doing X, Y, and Z because of the negative effects it has on me and the people around me. So please, Hashem, help me overcome it. And yes, I know part of Teshubah, I have to commit to never doing these things again. But I'm scared. My Yetzirah is very strong. I'm made of flesh and blood. The Yetzirah is made out of fire. And I know if I commit and then I break the commitment, it's even bigger sin. So please, Hashem, don't make me commit. No, I want to commit. No, I yearn to commit. And let that be enough. Let my desire and yearning be enough to count as Teshubah Shelema so you can cleanse me and purify me and help me overcome and atone for my sins. Please, Hashem. That's beautiful. Now you come, you say those 30 seconds, 60 seconds of, of tefillah, of, of personal prayer, of Teshubah. Amazing. So think about it now. You spent five, six minutes saying thanks. You spent four or five minutes now doing the Teshubah. Maybe you get a little specific. You're ready. Your mind is starting to open up. Your soul is starting to get stirred. You're starting to feel the emotions. You're feeling good. And now maybe you supplicate a little bit, meaning you ask Hashem for some things. Maybe you start with other people. Hashem, help so-and-so. He's sick. He's not doing well. Please give him refuah shelema. Help him get rid of his suffering and his pain. Help him return to his life so he can be strong and serve you properly. Please, Hashem, help so-and-so find their spouse so they can become a whole person and raise a family in the ways of the Torah and the Mitzvot. Please, Hashem, help so-and-so have parnasah so they can have money to take care of their children, so they can give charity, so they can feel good coming home for the holidays with a full table, etc., etc. Pray for other people. And again, it warms your heart. It stirs your heart. It connects you to the other Jews in the world. See, personal prayer, it changes you. It changes you in real time because speech, as we know, changes things, right? Hashem created the world with speech, literally. Hashem spoke and things were created. It's the same thing, personal prayer. You speak, and that's why it's important to also speak out loud versus think it. Of course, if you want to start with thinking it, there's benefit. Hashem still hears. Of course, if you want to mumble it, move your lips. Hashem hears. Hashem understands. Technically, you don't even have to think anything. Hashem still knows in the inner chambers of your heart what you want and what's going on. But but it's nice to speak because you're utilizing spiritual forces. So you speak, Hashem, heal this person, help this person, etc. So now it's connecting you to Am Yisrael. So now you did Hoda'ah, you did thanks, you did Teshubah, you repented, and now you prayed for other people. You're connected to Am Yisrael. Okay, now you move on to yourself. Say, Hashem, listen. Hashem, I really want health, Hashem. I want to feel good. I want to feel strong so I could serve you better. I want to feel strong so I could be a good husband and a good father. I want to be strong and healthy and feel good so I can do the mitzvot and learn Torah without distraction, so I can work and make money so that I can do chesed with it. Fill in the blank. Hashem, I want to I wanna, uh, uh, have uh, knowledge and understanding, Hashem, so I can make the right decisions and have sharpness of judgment so I can serve you better, so I can overcome my vices, etc., etc. Get personal and connect your needs and wants to Hashem because Hashem's your partner. Hashem's with you. Don't. Uh, it's not like you're going to your father, Hashem, I want candy. No, Hashem, I want something that you want me to have so I can better serve you with it. And again, you're creating vessels for Hashem to give. Because Hashem generally doesn't like to give without a person praying for it because it might not be so good for the person, right? I mean, a person, King Solomon says that sometimes wealth could be a punishment for a person, right? Success could be a punishment for a person. 
Because God forbid the person can become arrogant and prideful, it could affect his relationships. Now Hashem has great mercy and compassion, so Hashem gives to us all the time things we don't pray for that end up being for our benefit and for our good. But the point is when you pray for it, it comes with extra special uh, merit. It comes with extra special uh, uh, holiness and purity and spirituality. Maybe now you have more emunah because you see you prayed for something and it came. Or you, 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 you desired something and Hashem helped you get there. And, and that's, that's part of the value of prayer. And that's where it gets very, very serious. And when I say serious, I mean it in a good way. I'm saying it, it becomes a very powerful tool that will actually excite you and sometimes give you goosebumps at the beginning, which is Hashem actually answers. You start praying, you start small, and all of a sudden, a day, two days later, something happens about what you prayed for, where like you sort of get answered and you're like, wait a minute, okay, is that a coincidence? That can't be, how, how, how'd that happen? Then two weeks later, the guy you were praying for happened to bump into you and then, whoa, whoa, this is kind of crazy. And then before you know it, you start seeing miracles, your eyes are opened, you start seeing your personal prayers get, get responded to, why? Because by working the muscle of personal prayer, you're sharpening your awareness and perception of, of Hashem responding. Meaning, the more you try to talk to a person, let's say, on earth, the person's going to talk back. Same thing with Hashem. The more you talk to Hashem, the more Hashem will talk back. And you'll start to see that. And, it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to surprise you. You're going to say, wow, oh my gosh, I prayed about this. And then two days later, that happened. And, and I hear a lot of stories like this. Of course, if you read Rabbi Shalom Arush's book, who's the master of personal prayer field of uh, forest fields, he will prove it all to you from personal experience. I could tell you, I know 10, 15, 20 people who started doing personal prayer in the last couple of years, and they always call me bugging out, freaking out, yelling. They can't believe it, what's happening. It's amazing, the change, the signs, the answers. And, 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 um, and it's really, really powerful. Now, again, anything worth attaining is not easy. At the beginning, there's challenges. At the beginning, you know, if you're trying to go see the king, they're not just going to open the doors and let you stroll right into the treasury and take all the gold you want, slap the king five and walk out, right? They're going to test you. They want to see if this person, you know, is serious about it. So, you know, one boy, for example, who was going through some health issues, told him about personal prayer. He tried it. He came back to me a week later. He said, you're not going to believe it. I started personal prayer. The second I started, my health got worse. The conditions got worse. So I said, well, what'd you expect? He goes, what do you mean? You're not surprised? I said, no, you're about, you're trying to do something very powerful. You're trying to change nature with your prayer. You're trying to, to, to connect with the creator of the world, Hashem. It's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute. It always gets a little worse before it gets better. You're being tested. You know, they're trying to see if, if, you know, the heavenly courts are trying to see this person, let's see how much work he's going to put in, but it's worth it. You put in the work and it's great because even though what you're praying for might not be solved that second in the moment, you automatically get reward in that moment of peace of mind because you feel connected, you feel spiritually elevated. You leave a personal prayer session feeling recharged, like you just had an amazing workout, have deal, or you just had a beautiful nap, have deal, because it's even greater. I mean, you literally leave as if you were in a deep meditation. That's why it's called Tithpo de Duth. It's like a personal, private, isolated meditation. Um, and it's it's super, super special. And it's worth everyone trying. It's worth everyone trying. And at the very least, it makes you a better person. It connects you with your highest soul, your highest self. So you actually learn things about yourself you never really knew or you never thought of. You say, oh, that's interesting. What made that come to me? Or, oh, that's so funny how I said that. Or Because you're not planning. You shouldn't plan what to say. Let it flow. Don't be embarrassed. Be vulnerable. Open yourself up. Open yourself up. Let Hashem in and let your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and words come out. That's the key. That's the key is, is coming in front of Hashem and just 
being. Be yourself. Hashem created you the way you are for a reason. Hashem, don't worry. Hashem knows everything already anyway. So don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. You just speak. Hashem loves you. And Rabbi Nachman says, a person who starts to do personal prayer and starts seeing the incredible benefits and the growth and the spiritual highness, they start to feel a little bad. They say, oh, I should have did this the whole time. How didn't I connect? No, it's okay. Hashem was with you the whole way anyway. And Hashem knows your ins and outs to the positive. Hashem knows that now you finally found it. It's the right time. It's the right place. And, uh, and it's all meant to be. It's all very good. So like we said, you start with some thinks. You thank Hashem for everything. It stirs your heart. It gets you in a little bit of a flow. If you want, do a little teshubah. Tell Hashem a little bit of what you want to do better on, what you're not so thrilled about. Pray a little bit for others. Connect yourself to other people, to Am Yisrael, to, to, to the goodness of the of the Jewish soul, of the Shekhinah. And then pray a little bit for yourself. Again, in the service of Hashem, yearning to connect, desiring to connect. And guess what? If you're not feeling it so much at the beginning, that's okay. It's a muscle you're working out. We weren't all born with Emunah Shelema. We weren't all born with perfect faith and trust. No, we have to build it. We have to grow it. And we could pray for it. Hashem, please give me faith. Hashem, please give me trust. Hashem, please help me rely on you. Please, Hashem, help me overcome all my physical distractions and desires. Help me become more spiritual. Help me learn your Torah and understand it. Please, Hashem, I want to be close to you, Hashem. I want to be connected to you. I want to do your will. I want to do what's right. Please, make me a vessel of light. Make me a vehicle of your goodness, Hashem. Connect me to you. Bring me in. Bring me close. That's what I desire. And then, like we said, you can go on to any subject you want. You could go into any details you want. Another thing some people do, I love it personally to do during the week when I'm in work, is strategy meetings with Hashem. Hashem, this is what I'm thinking. I want to do this, but I'm not sure. Should I do that? I think if I do this, it might not lead to that. So what about this? What do you think? And guess what? You either leave the session with clarity because you sorted it all out, out loud with your partner Hashem. Hashem actually answers you in that session where you come out with actual answers or a couple days later, a couple weeks later, you get your answer or you never get your answer and it just solves itself. It, just have no expectations but to connect. Have no desire and yearning but to just connect. Just connect. Just connect. Make the effort and don't worry about the outcome. And if you forget about the outcome, if you forget about the scoreboard, then you'll get the results. And a fellow community member shared a beautiful message to me yesterday that Rabbi Maimon, a big Breslev teacher, uh, gave an analogy um, about personal prayer. There could be a guy who's batting. Okay, this guy strikes out. This guy hits one. Okay, he's on the base. Another guy hits. Okay, now they're on the base. Hits and, and again, they're playing. There's, there's, there's motion. There's movement. But if you look at the scoreboard, it says 0-0. Zero, zero. You would think nothing happened. But now bases are loaded. Right? The game's been going on. The scoreboard, according to the scoreboard, nothing's happened. 0-0. Zero, zero. One guy hits it out of the park. Now it's 4-0. All of a sudden, it's 4 So prayers are the same way. You might think nothing's happening. You might think there's no activity. But there is. There is activity. Things are changing inside of you. Things are changing in the heavens. You're getting closer to Hashem. You're getting closer to your higher soul. You're getting closer in Emunah and Bitachon. You're getting more clarity of mind, sharpness of judgment. You're purifying yourself. And, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So that's, I think that's enough for our first introduction into personal prayer, into Hitbo Dedut. Um, it's beautiful. Try it. And God willing, um, in future audios, we'll unpack it. We'll get a little bit more deep into the individual types of personal prayer, like we mentioned, the hoda'ah, the teshubah, the, the supplication, the asking for Hashem, the praying for things. But this is the initial, the initial concept that we all need to get. Praying to Hashem in a secluded time and place and space, talking to Hashem in our own words, in our own language, 
vulnerable, open, and honest as we would talk to a friend and doing that a little bit every day and building it up and having the humility to know that with time we will see and we will understand and we will have answers to what we're praying for. I wish everyone a beautiful week and I pray that we all get to have our prayers answered and that we can all find comfort in connecting to Hashem. Amen.